Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and listeners in surrounding areas. God bless you. I hope you're going to have a great weekend. I hope uh, hope we get a little rain, but not too no severe weather. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you praise and the glory for ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, body, and each one of my listeners. Give them wisdom and knowledge that they ask for it from you and that they continue to grow and prosper in your love and your grace. Our our grace for each other, our, our love for our fellow man. Bless us with more of it because you've given it to us and uh, we need to give it to others. And I give you praise and the glory for this day and ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners. Thank you for the great opportunity to maybe be your, uh, I don't know, your mentor, your friend. Um, the uh, I, Here at the station, <coughs> I have a, they have a security guard, and uh, he's got to know me. You know, they, he's, uh, he does his job, so he questions me when I come in on uh, to do the show. And uh, and so he had a bunch of questions, and he just couldn't believe I stopped and talked to him and answered his questions. But, you know, that's part of what's going on in my life. Probably 95%. I buy a lot of vehicles off my listeners. They tell 20 people, Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house. I'm trying to buy 40 acres with a group of people down in Galveston right now. We're researching that. I'm trying to do some other things. I've got two houses for sale. Um, I, you know, I want to be productive. I'm 72 years old. Most of the people I know my age are retired, but I don't want to retire. I was showing a piece of property the other day, and I uh, rode a bicycle over to the property, and this young man looked at me, and he said, uh, man, you're fit for 55. I said, excuse me? He said, well, you know, here you own a car lot, and you're riding a bicycle. I said, hey, you know, well, I guess I don't want to pollute the air, and I don't want to waste gas, and it's quicker just to jump on my bicycle and ride over here than jump in a car. And so... Uh, Maybe I don't act 72, and I don't want to act 72. The Lord's blessed me, and uh, I want to be the best I can be. But in order to reach my age and and be prosperous, I had to make the right decisions. Um, and everybody in the world told me it was a wrong decision to get on the radio shows, to get on the stations, and I couldn't get stations to want me. Why? Why were they that way? You know, because, you know, they didn't want me, but they th- they were scared that I would they would lose their their sponsors. Their sponsors are making so much money they don't pay attention to me. I mean, there's so many people that don't listen to my radio shows, don't listen to YouTube. That please go to YouTube. I need your help. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube. Randy Adams Inc. It's Randy Adams, Inc. So go to Randy Adams, Inc. And, and subscribe and tell 20 people. They say I'm educational. They say I'm entertaining. And I want to be the best I can be. And so please go there. Please tell 20 people to listen to my radio show. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. 
because it's a battle for the worst investment we can make on earth. It's a battle for your budget. And there, you got a target on yourself. Number one, you're not trained professional like they are. They're trained assassins to leave you with nothing, zero. And they don't care if there's nothing left at the end of the month. They're experts on your budget. They're experts on your future. They're experts on putting fear in your heart. So are you ready for a battle? Hey, make good. We got to have, we want freedom. We want, I'm not sure it's going to last much longer with this Democrat Party, but we want freedom. We won't be able to come and go. We want to be able to do what we want to do. But the problem is it takes transportation. It takes a vehicle. It takes bicycle. You know, or you want to walk. That takes forever. You know, and I walk every morning 4,000 steps, jog and walk 4,000 steps. And that takes 30 minutes, and that's hustling. That's, that's hustling. So, I mean, we want freedom, but what's it going to cost us? How much is it worth it? What's a priority in your life? Is it priority that you look good? Is it priority that you think you're cool? You want everybody to praise you and praise your ride? You know, I, I got a buddy of mine that has to be in the biggest and the baddest and the best you know, and he's got to show off. That cost him a lot of money, but here's the key. He can afford it. Hey, there's two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford it. Man, them can't afford are miserable. And then you hear the commercials all the time. If you hate your car, you hate what you owe, you know, we're going to help you. Baloney. You believe that? I won't say you land to park, man. I'm telling you, cheap, too. Yeah. I'll say the whole park if you believe what a car salesman tells you. You know, and, hey, back I'll back up whatever I say and, and test me out. Well, I got tested by my high school quarterback, buddy. I mean, you know, he traded his truck in. The new one hadn't come in. They're lying to him when it's going to come in. Of course, he's still driving his truck. And they gave him 29000 offered him 32000 It shocked him. He tested me. And then... He went and tested the dealer, and the dealer failed, even though he's locked up with them, been doing business with them for 40 years. How loyal are the dealerships? They're not loyal unless you're spending money constantly with them. They're not loyal to him. They wouldn't give him the full 32000 and I had it sold to another Ford dealer for 33000 Does that make sense? If you've been buying vehicles from one store for 40 years— I mean, we've been out of school 50 or longer, no, 54. And so here we've been out of school. He's been buying cars and trucks and uh, sport utilities, his wife, his sons, everybody. And then they don't want to give him the full amount what the vehicle's worth. 33000 they gave him twenty nine. So after he went over there and told them, well, Randy Adams gave him 32 and he's got it sold for 33 well, we're going to give you instead of twenty nine, we're going to give you thirty thousand five hundred. That's like getting thirty two for trade in. Well, they're still shortchanging. They're still picking up the money. They're not giving him the full value. He bought that truck from them for probably sixty, seventy thousand a few years back, and they're wanting to still beat him up. They're still wanting to take advantage of him. You, loyalty. There's no loyalty in the car business. What have you done today? I try my best, anybody's done business with me, to give more back to them than normal. 
I try my best to do that. And if they bought it from me, I want to buy it back, and I want to give them. I want to be fair with them then, because I believe in loyalty. I believe people who are loyal to me, I need to give it back to them. The regular customers. I, I had a man who passed away, and Haywood Evans, and I would cut him deals that my office and a lot of people wouldn't believe. But he's bought, I don't know, 70, 80 units with me and his wife and his family. His wife passed away, now he's passed away. But if you're loyal, does it mean anything? Who are you loyal to? Who? What's your priorities? Who? Who do you show your priorities to? Who do you show your loyalty to? Is it people that love you? Well, I, I even show loyalty to the people that don't even like me, the people who hate me. You know, and I've, I've got so many listeners now that understand what I'm trying to do and, and the mentor I want to be to you and give you an even playing field, let you grow, and let you understand. I had a man that goes to Cornerstone on early service. I see him all the time. Glenn's a great guy. He came in, and his son-in-law's looking for three-quarter ton certain Ford diesel truck, four-by-four, pull a camper. I said, let me show you something. I pulled up the computer and showed him what they're asking for these type of trucks they're looking for. They're more, 19 and 20 are more than what they were new. Supply and demand. Desperate dealers do desperate things, and dealers are desperate. They know that they're not going to have enough inventory the last 60 days. But see, that doesn't matter. Good morning. How you doing, Mr. Miller? And so that doesn't matter to car dealers. They had record, unbelievable, probably make three times what they normally did. And then the government sent them $5 million to all the dealers in town in New Bronzeville and the area to pay for the utilities, pay for their rent, and pay for their employees. And so the government's throwing money away, devaluating the dollar. And so what do you do about it? I mean, poor dealers, they're not going to have any inventory the next 60 days. Yeah, but what about that big record year you had last year? You didn't save none of that up? Oh, that, that was last year. We got a new year going. They've already, the prices are up so high, they've already had record profit. I've talked to some dealers that are having record profit years, months already. But, yeah, they're going to be short. I mean, how how many times in your life have you gone through a rocky part in your life where you didn't make big money or a lot of money went out? I mean, money does matter in life because it gets us from day to day, feeds us, clothes us, puts puts us a roof under our, our uh, opportunities. So, I mean, here dealers, I'm not feeling sorry for them. They had an unbelievable year last year. They've already had a great four months so far this year. So they go through a little shortage. So their desperate dealers are out there. Good morning, uh, Paulo. Uh, they're 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 going to be through some tough tough times right now. Yes, they are. We understand that. But they've had record last sixteen months. You know, and so, but they're not going to give none of that back. Zero. To the customers. Now we're going to have a time when those chips finally show up. We've got uh, we've got a caller. Yes, we do. 
And so we've got uh, we're going to have record record uh, months finished up. And so these chips are going to show up one of these days, and then we're going to have too much inventory. Now, GM. Uh, <laughs> uh, GM is by is building trucks in Tennessee, shipping them to Michigan, and letting them sit. Why don't you send them to the dealers that got plenty of room and send a video how to put the chip in? I mean, I wouldn't be shipping them all the way from Tennessee to Michigan. That costs money, and then getting them delivered. Well, are they going to pass that on? Hey, there ain't nothing for in the car business. Are they going to pass that on to you? So I'm going to run out and buy me a new truck built in Tennessee, went to Michigan. Now it's back in Texas, and it's all that transportation. And, and transportation's going up. Hard to find truck drivers. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I buy and sell 18-wheelers. And, and, and if you've got a, a truck that you've been driving for the last three years working, and it's 05 or older, there's a government assistant plan. I just put a man in a a, a 2018 Peterbilt because of, of the government assistance. It's going to cost him about 20000 for a low-mileage Peterbilt. we got the system. I've got the way. I've got the trucks. I've got the man that handles the paperwork with the government. And if you're driving a 05 or older big semi, give me a call, and we'll help you get a 2018-19 maybe 20, model truck at an unbelievable price because the government wants to take the old trucks off the market. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. Good morning, Carlos. How are you doing today? Good morning, Mr. Randy. First, thank you to the radio station, your sponsors. Oh, I love my radio station. And you, and you held this good with everybody. I really appreciate it for thank you. Thank you. How's your morning? Good. Are you going to come to... Easy's and uh, talk to yes, me at yes. 281 and 16, uh, 281 and bitters. I'm going to be at Easy's from 1010 to 1130. Uh, Bob Morrow's the manager there. He used to work for me. Great, great guy. And I love Easy's and I love their food. Right now, I'm waiting for that because last time I can make it, I know Mexican is the worst, but not all the one, only me. <laughs> oh, come on. We love you anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Uh, my question to you is: Right now, with these comments, you know, we see in TV right now announcing, you know, all the brand new cars they is missing in my, the chips, you know, to can they can sell it. So right now, what I see the used cars is scaring so bad the prices, uh, more than the brand new cars. Do you think it's a moment to buy a used one certified? Uh, I wouldn't. I told uh, Glenn, my my good friend at Cornerstone Church, I said, hey. If I was your son-in-law, I'd wait. I would wait, wait, wait. I think if you buy a new vehicle right now, you're going to pay five to ten thousand more than you should. If you buy a used, low-mileage vehicle, you're subject to pay eight to ten thousand too much in today's market. If you got to have one, you, you know, give me a call. We'll think about the options. We'll talk about what's possibilities. Maybe you need something cheap to last. This deal's going to last probably 90 to 180 days, and then it's going to bust wide open. And we love to see next year at this time too many cars on the market, too much and a lot cheaper, you know, because they got all these stacked up brand new cars and trucks. And when they ship them down, they're going to be 
all the dealers are going to be flooded. The key, the key when they turn that chips loose is find enough truck drivers. Because, I mean, they're renting everything. They're showing it on TV, I've been told. I, I don't have a TV. Uh, <laughs> I own a TV, but they're not hooked up. I don't have any. I don't have them on. And uh, they're going to be shipping these cars and these trucks down. New car dealers are going to be loaded up. They're going to have to pay for them. They're going to have to pay the interest and the insurance. So they're going to, here we go again, roller coaster ride, you know. We're going to go up and down, and we're going to pay too much, and we're going to lose too much. Uh, I'm going to explain the second half of the show, what happened back in the 70s when we had a gas shortage, which I have a gas shortage. Uh, my neighbor told me her family went back to North Carolina because they were scared they wasn't going to get enough gas on the way to make it. And that was a possibility because I just heard yesterday that that fifty percent of the gas stations in Georgia were shut down with no gas. So yeah, I would wait. I mean, it depends on if you if you're walking, you might have to buy a cheap car to to get past all this craziness. Okay. The question to Mr. Randy, uh, right now in the same time in a lot of places, I don't know. The used cars, you go with the mechanics, you know, I don't want to say the names of the places, and the, to fix a car, they want to charge all the money to. Well, the parts and everything. Well, the parts have gone up a little bit. Labor's gone up. The devaluation of the dollar has caused the labor and the parts go up. So we're seeing, we're seeing a, a com- combination of a lot of things. The Democrat Party is trying to destroy the economy, trying to destroy the country. Yes, COVID is is a problem. I had COVID. I had three of my employees in in the hospital. I know what's going on with it, but I knocked it out by sucking warm salt water because the most contagious hospital in the world sucks warm salt water going in and coming out of the hospital, and the most contagious hospital, and they don't get sick. So I knocked it out. I understand it. I know it's bad. It, It put me to my knees for one full day, but I knocked it out. But the government's trying to slow this. They're trying to kill the economy. They're trying to hurt everybody. And so they're acting like they're doing a great thing by sending all this money out. But all they're doing is devaluating the dollar. It's the end results that we're going to see. And they know that if they devaluate the dollar, they want one world money and one world government. But so I'm preparing now for that to happen. I'm preparing for the changes. I'm preparing for the future. I'm trying to get my business downsized, my lifestyle downsized, and everything ready for this battle for our freedom and for, for the value of the money. So, no, I would not buy right now a high-dollar car. I'd get good basic transportation. We saw a little shift in the car market on stuff that was over 100,000 miles. Um, you know, the the cars that were $3,000 are bringing $5,000. So they're up about two grand, but they're not bringing three grand more because the last couple of weeks they were bringing the $3,000 car, were bringing $6,000. I took some wow. junk that I had, and I'm talking about junk, and it brought crazy money. And I mean, yeah. You need to talk to your neighbors if they got a car for sale. And give me a call. I'll tell you what the vehicle's worth. I had a friend of mine about to buy a vehicle. He called me on it, and I told him the good, the bad, and the ugly about it. And he decided not to buy it. So he researched. I told him, I said, research it. Don't, you know, this is my opinion. This is what I've seen. This is my experience. And he researched it, and he 
called me back and he said, you know, I'm glad you gave me that advice because you're right. There, there is some issues with these type of cars. So, I remember you telling me in another program, Mr. Randy, you remember when they started taking a lot of cars to Mexico and Central America and South America, and no one's an employer, you know, to work in the company. Right now, it's a lot of places they don't have people to work because whatever is the reason. Well, they so, don't, we don't have enough people to work because the government's paying them to stay home. You know, and I want people from foreign countries here who want to pay taxes, who want to love America, who want to speak English. Hey, you're you're the living example. You're from Mexico City, aren't you? Yes, sir. Okay, and so you're the living example. You're living the dream. Thank you. You know, you're living the dream. You're paying taxes. You're working hard, and you're helping people, and that's the people we need. We don't need people to come over here. And want to live off the government. We got too many people living off the government now. We got too many people not working, and not wanting a job, and want not wanting to do anything. Hello, Michelle. And so uh, we need people who are pro- productive, and and positive, and want to love this country, and and help support. Hell, right now there's 52 percent of the people in the United States supporting the 48 that won't do nothing. There'll be a day when it's 52% not doing nothing and 48% working and providing, and that's when this deal's going to get turned upside down, and the Democrat Party is going to drive it till we get to that situation, and they're going to devaluate the dollar so we can be even with the other foreign countries and, and do the same thing. I mean, yes, we don't have enough workers because, you know, I've, I know a man that's getting $800 a week. He's not working. He's doing little odd jobs and making cash money. But, no, he's drawing 800 a week, and he told me. I had a gentleman that's a neighbor of mine that want, told me he was looking for a job. So I said, well, here's what I can Let's do this. Oh, I don't want to do any cold calling. I said, okay. I said, you want to come to my car lot? And said, no, I don't want to do that. He said, he's on, here we go again. He's on unemployment. He's 65 years old. Says he's looking for a job. Yes, he's a design engineer, but he he don't want a job. He just says he wants a job. He wants to live off the government till the till it runs out. So I may be seeing him knocking on my door after the money runs out. You know, Mister Randy, I want you know use your opportunity time in the in the line with you to tell other listeners, you know, all the hate this show. Against the Oriental or whatever race or culture, we have to love and respect each other. You know. Well, like- you know, and my best friend were Hispanics in high school, and I I played all the sports with the people of of the black color, and loved them and supported them, and that was in the '60s, and we remained good friends, and uh, my air conditioned man's. I love him, and he's black. And I call him and talk to him all the time and use him all the time. And if you're doing remodels like me, you better be able to talk Spanish. I struggle through it. I need an interpreter sometimes. But, you know, the problem the problem we have is we don't look at heart anymore. Due to Obama, the, the biggest uh, racist in the world, uh, he caused the the problems that we're looking at today and the news media is, is helping him and the people who 
call all that Jesse Jackson and all those other people. They make a living off of it, so they don't want it to die. But, I mean, if we look at the character, look at the person, love the person, realize we're not perfect, realize that God's given us grace. We need to give grace back to others. How much grace do you want? Well, how much do you give? How much mercy do you got? How much do you give? Do you give a person mercy? Do you give a person grace? Are you, do you give them forgiveness? And Are you thankful? I mean, what's the priorities in your life to be loved, to be cared for? And and that's what we've got to be. We've got to love each other and carry. But, hey, I'm going to tell you something. I've learned a bunch the last few years going through what I've gone through. Hey, I'm blessed, man, to be here with triple bypass and three 100% blocked. Good morning, Michael. 300% blocked uh, uh, veins. I mean, they did a triple bypass on me, and I'm just thankful I'm healthy, whole, and complete now. Thank you, Carlos. God bless you. Hey, listeners, call in 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you. Love to answer questions. No dumb questions. Hey, I'm going to tell you there's a million different options on a vehicle, million different choices. You know, and but your love and your grace and your mercy for yourself. But car dealers don't have that. They don't give that. They want every available dollar out of your pocket. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hey, we're going to have a four-minute break. I'll be back, Facebook. I'll be back, radio listeners. Hey, call 20 people. Tell them to tune in to 630 AM, The Word. And, hey, Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. If you need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, listeners. Again, it's Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Please go to uh, uh, YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Watch a couple of videos, subscribe. We need to build that channel. We're trying uh, like I say, we're trying to put together some uh, new equipment to get it where it'd be bigger and better. I want to show you how to look at a car. I want to show you some noises, some problems, some market reports. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do a lot of stuff on YouTube. We're getting prepared, and we're about to take off 90 miles an hour on it. Now, I, I want to be the best I can be. I want to give you an even playing field. I want you educated. I want you to understand what's going on. I want you to be the best you can be. Um, I want you to make those right decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And that's the problem. Have you ever walked into a dealership and and made some decisions, and then when you walked out, wondered what happened? There's some dealerships in this town that will spin you and spin you around so much you don't know what you paid for the car, you don't know how many months, what the interest rate, what they gave you on the trade-in. I showed a good friend of mine several years ago. They swallowed her $8,000 equity in her truck, her and her husband's truck. And I had it all laid out, but she got in there in the wrong dealership. She wouldn't listen to me to go the right one. Uh, And she's the boss of the family. So she goes in there and knows it all, and she walks out $8,000 short. $8,000. That was her equity in the truck they traded in. So, you know, then she, as she gets out, she thinks everything's great. 
And then when she adds up the figures, adds up everything, and she, you know, I told her she should be owing sixteen thousand on a new vehicle. She was owing twenty four thousand. She couldn't understand how that got that away. But it, it's they're trained professionals that will spin you, hit you at every direction, every different figure, everything that you can think of, and then you're you you can't absorb all of it because you're not well trained. I had a good friend of mine said, how do you keep up with, good morning, Stephen. How do you keep up with everything that's going on in your life in building, buying houses, equipment? I've, I've got three skid steers. One of them sitting in an auction in Victoria, Texas, down at Kenny Griffin's sale in Victoria. Uh, got all kinds of equipment for sale. I buy, I buy just about anything that's legal. To resell, I don't want anything illegal. I want to be able to sleep at night, and and plus, um, the good Lord's blessed me, and I don't want to hack him off <clears throat> for sure. Give us a call here two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. There's no dumb questions. You probably helped somebody else. Might help twenty thirty people have the same question you have. So give us a call. But you know why did I say yes at that dealership? But are we're responsible for what we say. If hey, Good morning, Patrick. And so you, if you say some things and you say yes and you sign up, I had a lady call me and she said, oh, I made a bunch of mistakes, Mr. Adams. I said, what do you mean? She said, I paid way too much for this car, and they they lied to me. And I said, well, they misled you, so they set you up for the F&I department, and that's the ones that put you away. She said, well, I went back to tell them that I'm bringing the car back, that I can't pay for it. And they act like they didn't care. No, because they got big profit. They sold it to a bank or credit union, and they're not going to pay you back. They're not going to take that car back. They've already counted that as profit. The owners have made a bunch of money. The managers made money. The salesmen made money. They don't want to give them that back. They don't care about your well-being. They don't care if you can pay for that car or not. That's why they look at your credit, your income, debt, how much you're paying out, and they maximize what they can get off of the bank. Now, they may they may lie to the banks and credit unions, which a bunch of them do, falsify records. They're liable to do anything to get the big profit. And so you got to be prepared for a, a battle, mentally, physically, and spiritually, for, for your money, emotionally. Do you buy with emotions? Do you reward yourself? You know, I mean, lots of times I talk to people that they can't figure out what happened, what made me sign that contract, what made me buy that car. Oh, the devil made me do it. No, he didn't make you do it. Oh, well, I just, you know, a trained professional salesperson worked on your emotions, worked on your desires, worked on you, everything that you had going. And, and they, you know, they got you in a situation that helps you, you know, reward yourself. Oh, I deserve this. I can afford this. That salesman don't have any idea what you can afford. They don't know your lifestyle. And they, they could care less. What they care about is that bottom line. And so you got to be prepared for that situation. I, I love Proverbs fourteen fifteen. The simple believes everything. You know. How long are you simple people going to listen and believe your simple ways? You know, I mean, 
we're going through some things in this government and this this economy that I think we don't know what's going to happen in the future. They're going to change business up. They're changing uh, tax rates. They're changing things that, you know, people write-offs, you know, that create business, you know. And so we're, we're going to see some changes in the car market. We're going to see some changes in the value of our dollar. We're, going to, we're heading the same way. I have this doctor friend that's from Cuba, and he, he saw what Castro did. He's 80. He saw what Castro did till he was 20 because that's when they moved to Spain, and then they saved up the money to come to the United States. And there are six, eight, he, he worked his way through college. And, I mean, that was back when, when the government wasn't handing out lots of free college. <clears throat> and he paid his way, became a doctor, and is very successful. But he saw what Castro was doing to the country. The Democrat Party is doing the exact same thing. We're heading for communism 90 miles an hour. Do you want to continue to do that? We've got to get out and vote. Now they're seeing things that people don't understand communism. They don't understand socialism. They think socialism is the greatest thing in the earth. No, because socialism is going to control you. But here's the problem. Do you want somebody telling you what to drive? Hey, they're telling manufacturers what to build. And we talked about electric cars, and I'm fine with electric cars. I sell bicycles. I don't care what I sell. I'll sell electric cars. We just need to put an alternator on wheel, and we've got inverters that will handle 220. Hello, Pablo's back. We've got inverters on cars and trucks that will handle 220. Let's charge up the batteries as we go down the road. Oh, no, the the politicians don't want electric cars. They just say they want electric cars. They want that tax money. Hey, Bucky's in New Brunswick sells 200,000 gallons a day. That's $80,000 a day in taxes. They want to blow that money. They want to, hey, they, they don't want to keep it around. They want to help the community. Yeah. Build a bridge that goes nowhere and, and help, you know, help build homes for people, you know, which is fine. Building homes for the real needy. But let's let's take care of America first. Let's take care of Americans first. You know, we want to be police of the world, but we don't want to police San Antonio. We want to defund the policemen. Well, what's up because of that? You got to watch out what you drive, where you park. I'm driving a cool 53 Chevy pickup, you know, but I got to watch out where I park. I got to watch out at night and make sure it's blocked in. There's a man at Canyon Lake. They stole it. They're stealing everything they can get their hands on. Why? Well, the laws have changed. The ways have changed, you know. So you got to be prepared. What do you buy? What is a target to get stolen? I sold a man that uh, cleans out junk for people. And I sold him a, a 7.3 4x4 diesel on Friday morning. Well, Saturday night, they go out to a barbecue place, and they go out to go home, and there's no truck there. Somebody stole the truck. Those are very valuable trucks to steal. Uh, I had a truck that I've owned for several years. It's got a Tommy lift in the back for lifting heavy things. And I want to lift heavy things because I'm always picking up something. Anyway, and I love this old truck, but it's an old one Ford, ugly, ugly, belonged to the belonged to the city. The city didn't take very good care of it, but that's all right. I love the old truck. It saves my back, and it saves me 
a lot of time. Uh, I bought a butcher block here a while back. I pulled up there in front of it, and the guy said, I don't know. I don't think we can lift that thing. I said, I don't know. I brought a dolly. He said, well, how are you going to load it? <coughs> I said, I'll load it by myself. They said, ain't no way. So I whipped it over, put it on that Tommy lift, lifted it up, moved it over, and I was gone in two minutes. They stood there with their mouths open watching me leave. Use what you've got. I need one of those. I like it. It's ugly. But you know what? They stole it. There's 31 keys to a 01 Ford pickup. And so they go buy all the keys, and then they go find this pickup, and they keep using the key. They find the right key. They found the key to open the door, and they found the key to start, and they stole my truck. But the problem is they got caught, you know, and I don't. they didn't do nothing to the people. Well, the truck wasn't worth a whole lot, so I guess the value matters in that situation. Know what you're driving. Know what insurance. My ex-wife sells insurance. She did an awesome job for me in my business and on my real estate. So she knows a lot about insurance, and she's she's doing super well selling insurance. She knows her business. She loves people, uh, and, and she gets it done. But you got to know what kind of coverage you had, what what it's worth. Too many people don't understand insurance. Too many people don't know what they're paying, and and what it costs. If you're buying a certain vehicle, you need to know what the insurance rates are. Now, if you're buying a hot rod for your kid, number one, don't do it. Number two, get ready for your rates to jump up. They'll give you six months. That'll give them time for your son to get a ticket or have an accident, and then the rate will be triple the next six months. And they they play that game. I've seen it many a time. I've sold many a family, and I tell them, don't buy your kid a GT Mustang or SS Camaro. Number one, they're going to get a ticket. They're going to, it's going to go against the record. You're going to have a problem. You're going to have a tough relationship with your son, your daughter. It's In the long run, it's not a good situation. So be prepared on all... There's so many things on a vehicle, gas mileage, insurance, upkeep, breakage, what what transmissions last and don't. I, I, I had a car the other day. It's got the original transmission in it, and it's a Nissan. And transmissions in Nissans don't last. Ford's not even going to build cars anymore because they have so many problems with their cars. They're going to keep the Mustang because the Mustang are not built with the same transmissions and issues as the others. So it's going, all these manufacturers are going through so much, but these manufacturers are dumping it on the public, building what they want to build, Bronco. Oh, we got a new Bronco. I tell you what, public, y'all stupid. This is is an escape with a Bronco name squared off, and everybody's running out, just got to have a new Bronco. <laughs> well, it's all-wheel drive, and it's cool. And the name did did you buy that car because of the name? You like the name? You like the what it looks like? Oh man, can you imagine that little car out in the mud? Okay, you know, we buy with emotions. We buy with crazy thinking. I mean, I, I've seen them everywhere with black tags. People are buying them left and right. Ford is brilliant. Let's name this little escort or this escape or this little bitty thing, and let's call it a Bronco, and people rush out to buy it. And so now I, I sold a man a truck, 
and has a large landscaping company in Austin, and he was bragging about he got a new Escalade. It's only 5,000 over window sticker. Only 5,000 over window sticker. I don't think I'd need one that bad. No, not really. If you do want a new Cadillac, a new Lincoln, new Ford, Chevy, Dodge, Jeep, Toyota, um, just about anything, give me a call. I deal with Covert Auto Group in Austin, best people in the world. Been doing business with them for 40 years. Rox Covert and I have never had a problem. And, and we're going on 40 years of doing business together. Most honest car dealer I know, or well, one, uh, there's there's probably 10 owners that are, are honest. Boy, far and few between, I'm telling you. But anyway, I get you a new car delivered. You don't have to fool with that ugly F&I. They take care of you. They price the car right. They're selling Corvettes for window sticker. You got to get in line to buy one. But uh, here we go again. Uh, I call it, good morning, Jeff. Uh, I called uh, uh, Jake. I called a gentleman about a new Corvette. Said, yeah, we're getting 10000 over a window sticker. I said, well, my customer don't want to do that. He said, well, we ain't going to sell one. If we don't get 10000 over, we're out. And I said, okay, we're out. Well, he hadn't found one. He's got me looking. He inherited some money, and he wants to spend it. But, uh, you know, I think that's the best sports car if you've got lots of money and you want to have one. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But we're going through some things right now. We're going through the a market that we've never seen. 58 years I've been in business. We've never seen this market. I got dealers every day walking up to me. You, you, you understand what's going on? When's this going to stop? Have you ever seen this before? No, I've never seen this before. We've never been through this kind of deal before. We never had the government dictating uh, wear a mask, what you're going to drive, what what you should eat. Oh, your Coke, your Coke uh, cup is too big. We've got to call in. Uh, your Coke cup is too big. They're going to dictate everything. They're going to tell you when you're going to be able to go to the bathroom next. I don't know. You know, and so now they want to act like that. And now they got, you know, the gas situation. Hey, the, you know, Texas shouldn't have no problem. I'm sorry. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing today? God bless you and yes, your sir. family. Yes, sir. Oh, um, hey, um, the basic Toyota Tacomas, are they, they're, uh, they're not that expensive, are they? Or Well, I think they're the best buy out there, honestly. And they keep their value, and I have less problems with them. And they're my pick. If I was, if I was buying a new truck today, that would be my pick. And I love them. But you got to watch out where you're buying them because some of these dealers will spin you. Some of them will four-square you. And some of them will rip your head off, smile at you, tell you, I love you, brother. Yeah, I'm I'm here for you. I love you. I'm going to take care of you. But you're in debtor's prison for seven years, and you just paid too much. And, oh, by the way, you don't know what you paid. You know, I stole your trade, and I still love you. But, uh, yeah, you know I understand what? that deal. <laughs> you know what? My wife and I... Uh... We have the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, that's it. Those. That's what it takes. And self-control. Does, does the Holy Spirit give you some self-control? Can you say no to yourself? The hardest thing yes. in the world. Hello, Chris. <laughs> Can you say no to yourself? That's yes. that's it. Hi. How you doing, Chris? And so, you know, uh, it's hard for me to say no to myself, but I'm getting better at it every day, seems like. 
uh, I did buy the 53 Chevy, but I, I prayed about it and I waited on it and I, and I got got it at the figure that I felt like. There were supposed to be some problems with it, uh, and there wasn't. You know, and maybe the Lord changed their mind. I don't know what, what happened. I, I don't think we're going to understand his ways until we get to heaven. And I know that, uh, you know, the spirit that we have in us that's going to live forever. And I know 18 people that have near-death experience, and they passed away. Medical society said, and they came back to life. And so there's so much that I don't think we understand, but we don't understand about ourselves. Why did I sign that contract? Why did I buy that car? Why did I listen to that car salesman? Why did I listen to that to that commercial? You know, do you hate your car? I never thought about hating my car before, but now this guy must be right. He's telling me on TV or radio that I hate my car. It's just like the, what was going on Obama. We didn't have a racial problem until Obama got into office. You know, things were yeah. good. He he blew it ten times worse than what it is. And, he's you know, these commercials do the same thing. Do you hate your car? How do you hate a car? It don't talk to you. It, you know, that car don't know who owns it. That car don't know what it's worth, and that car don't care. You know, I mean, it ain't got a mind and a soul. But oh yeah, now these commercials. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna touch this person's button. We're gonna touch their emotions by telling them how they hate their car. I mean, I you can hate a car, but what good does it do? I mean, you know <laughs> what? You what there? do you think about? Are you there? Yes, sir. Well, I'm here. We're living we're living in the beginning of birth pains right now. According to Matthew twenty-four, that's what I believe. But um, no, um, no, I have a. I, I still drive my two thousand ten Hyundai Elantra, and it's been treating me very well. The only major problem I had on it was the alternator after uh, about one hundred twenty thousand miles, and I got. Well, that's things. normal. Yeah, that's normal. So, and I've been just waiting, and for the right time to. Well, right now is not the right time. I'm going to tell you. Uh, well, I, I know yeah, it it's unbelievable it what stuff's bringing. I watched trucks that we were buying a year ago bring seven thousand more. Now, I looked at a uh, auction report, and they showed certain cars being six and seven thousand higher than they were a year ago. And so, you know, I, and I'm telling my friends, if you don't have to do anything right now. And if you, I bought a truck from a man, said I don't need my truck, you know. I I took a a, a van, a four wheel drive van in trade. I got a man a brand new Dodge truck, you know. He was having problems dealing with local dealers down in Sinton, Texas, and so I got him a new tr- uh, truck. I took his truck, high mileage truck in trade, and his four wheel drive uh, van, and got him a great deal. You know, but he didn't need two vehicles anymore. He got down to one. And, you know, and with the, both of them traded in, he saved a tremendous amount of tax, got a great deal, you know, uh, paid a little bit of difference. Now he's got a paid-for brand-new truck that will last him probably 20 years, you know. He made the right decision. He made a decision today that will pay off tomorrow. And that's what I want you to do. Yes, sir. But if you've got something you don't need, now's the time to sell it. I mean, 
I bought a little old car the lady didn't need no more. It's 1500 but she don't have to pay taxes anymore. It's done parked in the way. Bought a, a little conversion van uh, from a lady that's uh, got some, some minor problems. She don't really want to fix it. It's time to go. I gave her the money, and I'll fix it cheap. I'll fix the body on it. I'll fix the alternator on it, and I'll clean it up. I may use it. It may go down to Port A in it. Who knows? So, But there's stuff out there if you're sitting on that you don't need the good, the bad, the ugly, late model car, late model truck. Bought a Suburban from a guy that didn't need it because it's top money. He said, you know, Randy, I tried to trade it a year and a half ago, and you just offered 4000 more than they offered me a year and a half ago. I sold it to my salesman's parents, and they love it. Of course, it's a half price of a new one, and it looks like new. But, it, you know, what's it worth today? Do you really need it today? Do you really need another car today? I mean, there's a lot of options, a lot of way up. Hey, I'm going to be at uh, at Easy's at 1010 today to, to 1130. Come by and see me, sell me your car, talk about options, meet me, whatever. I'll be at Easy's. I drive a, I'm driving an 04 Grand Marquis white one today. And uh, I'll be there from 1010 to 1130. And most Saturdays I'm going to be there. Not ever, but most Saturdays I'm going to be there. Bob Morrow is a manager there, and I love their food. And so, but come see me at Easy's, and uh, we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, and what's going on in the car business. Jimmy, I, I appreciate your call. I, I thank you that you're a man of God. And you got some good questions, and I, I, every time you call, I think you've called four or five times. So God bless you and your family. You have anything else today? That's it, sir. God Thank bless you. So have much. a great weekend. May the Lord bless you and your family. You know, who's controlling our thoughts? I mean, just like what we just brought up. I mean, we let commercials, we let we let young punk salespeople tell us what we can afford, what we should buy, what we should do, and we go for it. Are we looking for somebody? to value our opinion, to value what we want, to help us get over that hump, to buy what we shouldn't buy, what we can't afford. You know, I mean, they'll they'll stretch out those payments to have ever available dollar to to show the banks, show the credit unions that you can afford it. You can make that monthly payment. And then after you buy it, you can't go back to them because you, you were the expert told me to buy it. You're the one that told me I can afford it. You told me it fit my budget. Now it doesn't. And you don't want to pitch in any money to help more. They'll run because they sell that note to the bank or credit union, cash the check, put the money in the bank, and whistle right down the street heading back to the dealership. God bless you, San Antonio. Hey, I hope you have a great weekend. Go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe and watch the videos. Hey, give me a call, 830-708-4789. I'm heading to Easy's at 281 And bidders, God bless you. If you want to come see me, meet me. If you want to sell your car, truck, your house, it don't matter. God bless you. I love you, listeners. Be blessed.